Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Welcome to Healthy Mama Hacks, a weekly mini podcast where I share my best tips for hacking your healthy mama life with simple tips for easier eating, cooking, and living a healthy mama life in 20 minutes or less. Let's do this, mama. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Healthy Mama Hacks. Chris here. And in the last couple of Healthy Mama Hacks episodes, we've been talking about how to create more satisfying meals when it comes to smoothies and salads. And yes, I will always link those past episodes in the show notes. So if you're interested in how to create a satisfying smoothie and how to create a satisfying salad, you can go ahead and listen to those. But today I want to talk about how to create a satisfying bowl. Bowls are my favorite weeknight dinner for a few reasons. Number one, they are a great base meal, especially for families. You can listen back to what a base meal is and why I love it. A handful of Healthy Mama Hacks episodes back. Again, I'll link that below. But basically, a base meal is when we start with one base or one theme. It could be tacos. It could be bowls. It could be salad night. It could be baked potatoes. And then we add different components for different family members to mix and match for their own preferences. So there are no food fights and no cooking separate meals because you do not need to be a short order cook mama. Trust me, I have been one and it's a lot of work and I want to help you make meals easier and more satisfying. So I love base meals, and bowls are a great base meal. You can start with the same theme, with the same base, and add different toppings that your family members can pick and choose to make dinner time easier. Number two, bowls are really easy. Yes, there are several components to bowls, but these are components you can easily prep ahead and oftentimes use them in multiple meals, so that saves a ton of time as well. So you could have broccoli in two meals this week in your bowls and then say in my Instant Pot chicken and broccoli recipe as well. So it's not like you're making 10 different toppings. And a lot of the toppings that I use on bowls, like I'll share, are not things that require a ton of preparation either. There's a lot of ways you can make things ahead of time. You can utilize things you already have. Oftentimes, we will make bowls just based on the things that we have in our fridge, our freezer, and our pantry. Because our bases are often some sort of a grain, which I'll I'll get into, but things like 
rice. And you can totally make that more satisfying by adding some coconut milk and making it coconut rice. And then, okay, what do we have in the fridge? We might have some tofu or some leftover shredded chicken. Throw that on top. What can we throw together for a quick sauce? I'll get into all of this, but they are so easy. I don't want you to feel intimidated by bowls at all. Number three, you can easily mix them up and add variety to the same basic ingredients with just different sauces or toppings. Like I said, I'm going to go into more specific examples, but the example I just gave of coconut rice as the base with whatever we have in the fridge, okay, it's a completely different bowl if you use baked tofu versus shredded chicken. Or maybe you could do salmon on top. I have a green curry simmer sauce I love to make that is great on top of salmon. It's great on top of chicken. It's great on top of tofu or totally mix it up. And you could use a peanut sauce for either of those examples as well. You could also make it more of a Caribbean type bowl and you could do some jerk seasoned chicken on top and a pineapple or a mango salsa, maybe with some black beans on top of that coconut rice. So easy to mix these things up, and none of those things take a ton of time. And number four, of course, they're balanced. However you like to eat, whether you love to eat plant-based, you're gluten-free, you're grain-free, whatever works for you and your body and your family and your food preferences, you can make balanced bowls work for you. And the basic components of a satisfying bowl are the basic components of a balanced meal. So it's a really easy way to eat in a way that's balanced and to give your family the opportunity to create a balanced plate for themselves and to kind of see how that plays out. And let's be real, sometimes my kids just choose rice and black beans and that's their bowl for the night and that's okay. You're still setting that example for them by creating your own bowl and you're still giving them the options and you might be surprised what they choose to put on top of their bowl now or in the future, the more they see it and the more they get exposed to it. So let's talk about the different components of a satisfying balance bowl and some examples of some of our favorite bowl meals. And by the way, I have an entire bowl ebook with 30 different bowls and over 50 recipes for the different bowl components like bases and proteins and vegetables that you can create hundreds of different combinations way more than the 30 that I already give you. So if you're interested in that, I'll put the link down in the show notes, but I'm going to give you guys some really great examples today as well. So we know a satisfying meal, a meal that is satisfying for our bodies, has protein, some sort of produce, so that's some sort of vegetables, fruit, this is adding fiber, Fat and usually some sort of a starchier carb. Sometimes a salad doesn't have a starchier carb, and that's okay, but most of our most of our meals are going to have that. And then we also need taste satisfaction. So we need to add some flavor to that as well. The balance bowl plays off of this basic format with a base, a protein, some veggies or fruit, and a flavor boost. So this is typically a sauce or toppings. Let's dig into each one of these. A base is oftentimes a grain or it could be a green. Like I mentioned, sometimes there isn't a starchier carb if you're talking about a salad. And I did dig specifically into creating a satisfying salad in last week's episode or last week's Healthy Mama Hacks episode. Typically, our base is a grain, but it could also be cauliflower rice. If you don't like regular rice or you prefer cauliflower rice or you just want to mix it up. 
Most often for us, this is some sort of a grain like rice, and there are so many ways that you can mix up rice. You can take plain white rice, which is our preference. We'll do brown rice sometimes, but the kids don't really love it, and we get nutrients and fiber in other ways, so I'm not worried about eating white rice. We love, like I mentioned, coconut rice to mix it up by adding in um, half coconut milk, And this is like your canned coconut milk that you get that is high in fat and super flavorful. Um, Half coconut milk, half water. I love making cilantro lime rice. So at the end, I stir in some lime juice and some cilantro. I love making turmeric ginger rice and literally just stirring in turmeric and ginger at the end. And this is also really delicious with coconut milk as well. I love doing a lemon herb rice. So I will add some um, herb de Provence while the rice is cooking and then stir in some lemon juice at the end. So there are so many ways that you can mix up rice. I also love using quinoa. I love using farro. I love using millet. And most of these are very easy to prepare just in the rice cooker or in the instant pot. As long as you have the right ratios, and I share all of that in my bowls book, you can make pretty much any grain you want in the rice cooker or in the Instant Pot. You can totally make them on the stovetop as well, but I'm all about simplifying things and making things easier, and so that's typically what we will do. So oftentimes it's a grain. It could also be a green, so it could be mixed greens. It could be romaine. It could be arugula. It could be spinach. Another option is adding a starchy vegetable as well. Oftentimes we'll do bowls in the wintertime, especially with some winter vegetables as kind of the base. So we will do some butternut squash or some acorn squash or delicata squash, which is my absolute favorite. We love doing roasted sweet potatoes as the base, or my favorite is roasted or baked Japanese sweet potatoes, which are purple on the outside and white on the inside, and they have a mildly sweet flavor. They're a little bit um, less sweet than your orange kind of garnet yams or your your orange sweet potatoes. But I my body doesn't do well with white potatoes. I have a mild allergy to them. So we don't do white potatoes a ton, but this kind of gives the feel of a white potato while also having some of the uh, sweetness of a sweet potato and also some added nutrients as well. So that's always a fun option. So that's our base. Protein could be any sort of cooked protein that you want to use. Oftentimes, our protein is rotisserie chicken because it is easy and it's already done for me. And yeah, I have a culinary degree. Can I cook chicken? Totally. And I cook a whole chicken often, at least once a month, if not twice a month, because I also love to make bone broth from it. And when you cook a whole chicken, you have a ton of leftovers most of the time, depending on how big the chicken is. And so that can serve for multiple meals or multiple bowls throughout the week. But I love just getting a rotisserie chicken, especially on the weekend when I don't really feel like cooking. Oftentimes we'll do this on a Saturday and have the chicken for dinner for a bowl at night. And then on Sunday I do my meal prep. So I don't have to worry about cooking on Saturday if we're not doing like pizza night. That's probably our next favorite thing to do. So that could be a really easy protein option, but I also love meal prepping shredded chicken in the Instant Pot. You guys have, if you follow me over on Instagram, you've seen me do this all the time. I do this probably as often as I do the whole chicken, at least at least once a month, if not two or three times a month, because shredded chicken is so versatile. We can use it in so many different dishes, especially bowls. Now, you could cook the chicken in the Instant Pot with a sauce, like a teriyaki sauce or a barbecue sauce, and then it's already full of that flavor, or you can cook it just in broth and then add that sauce to it after. 
I love baked tofu for another option as a topping. I love to bake my tofu. I toss it in cornstarch and salt. You um, press it if it's not extra firm. If it's extra firm, it's fine. Dry it really well. Toss it in cornstarch and salt and bake it on parchment paper for about 15 to 20 minutes at 375 to 400, depending on your oven. And it is so crispy and so delicious. It is my absolute favorite way to eat tofu. On the plant-based side of things, um, tempeh is also a really great option, or you can also use any, really honestly, any sort of protein you want to. So it could be fish, it could be shrimp, it could be salmon, it could be beans or legumes like lentils. There are so many options for protein. So just choose a protein. Protein is the most satiating nutrient. So if we're talking about a satisfying bowl, you want to make sure that you have some good quality source of protein on top. And then we need some sort of veggies. Fruit also works here, but for the most part, a balanced bowl has a ton of veggies on it. These can be raw veggies, these can be roasted veggies, these can be steamed veggies, these can be sautéed veggies, or my favorite, I like doing a mix. I talk about satisfaction when it comes to our taste buds being about taste, texture, and temperature. So The difference in texture is different between raw vegetables and roasted vegetables. So think a shredded cabbage is much different than a the texture of like roasted broccoli, for instance. And so those play off of each other because one's a little bit crispy and a little bit softer, and one of them is a little bit crunchier and fresher. And so I love putting those two together on a peanut chicken bowl. And this also works really well for a taco style bowl or a Greek bowl, you have some warm ingredients like your warm chicken on top with some cool ingredients like fresh tomatoes and marinated cucumbers. So mixing up the different tastes and textures and temperatures, even within the vegetables can be a great way, but you can also just put cooked vegetables on top or just raw vegetables on top. Totally what works for you, but vegetables add fiber, they add nutrients, they're an essential for a bowl that is satisfying and delicious. And just mix it up. Find new ways to prepare your vegetables so that you enjoy them. I firmly believe that no matter how healthy we are trying to be, our food should be satisfying or else we're not going to stick to it. So I'm all about satisfaction. So choose the way that you love your vegetables prepared. Try mixing it up with some raw, some cooked or all cooked if that works well for you. And then, of course, we need some sort of a flavor boost. Most often, this is some sort of a sauce. I love sauces. I am the self-proclaimed sauce queen My fridge is full of several homemade sauces at any time, as well as store-bought sauces. So don't think everything has to be homemade. But this can be anything from a blue cheese dressing on our favorite steakhouse salad to barbecue sauce or buffalo sauce, tahini sauce, cashew cream sauce, pesto. This could be like a romesco, a roasted red pepper sauce. There are so many options for sauces. Oh, I love an herbed yogurt sauce. I'm thinking of all the different sauces that I have in my bowls book that you guys can grab and enjoy right now. There are so many different options for sauces that will add a ton of flavor to your bowl and oftentimes add some healthy fats as well, like peanut sauce or almond butter sauce or that tahini sauce I mentioned. 
They also love adding some texture with some chopped nuts, with seeds like hemp seeds or pumpkin seeds or sunflower seeds. I love adding cheese to the top is probably my favorite thing for a burst of flavor. I especially love crumbled cheeses because they mix into the bowl and add flavor in every single bite. So I mentioned that I love a good blue cheese, feta cheese, cotija cheese, goat cheese, but you could also do shredded cheese on a lot of Mexican bowls. Shredded cheese is really delicious. Um, I love adding olives to the top, so this could be green olives in a Moroccan-style bowl, or this could be Kalamata olives in a Greek-style bowl. I love adding avocado to the top or guacamole, which can serve as both a topping and a sauce in a variety of different bowls. There are so many different toppings you can add and flavor boosts that you can add to change the flavor, to make it, to make every bowl different. You can start with a base of chicken and rice and broccoli and make that bowl in five different ways. You can turn it into a barbecue chicken bowl with barbecue sauce on top. You can turn it into a peanut chicken bowl with peanut sauce on top. You can turn it into a curry bowl with that green curry simmer sauce on top. So many different ways just by adding those different toppings on top. Another one of my favorite toppings is just some fresh herbs. Really inexpensive way to add a punch of flavor and also nutrients to the top of your bowl as well. So those are just a few ideas of flavor boosts. But You just want a base, okay? Some sort of a base, a grain or a green or a starchy veggie. You want some sort of a protein, a meat, a fish, a bean, a legume, tofu, tempeh, whatever works for you, add a protein. Veggies, raw, roasted, steamed, sauteed, mix it up between a couple of those. Add a bunch of veggies on top and then add your flavor boost like a sauce, nuts, seeds, cheese, avocado, olives, And you have yourself a delicious and satisfying bowl. But I want to make sure that you know that we want all of these components. We want a base so that we have something to put the rest of it on, right? We want a protein to keep us satiated. We want vegetables for that fiber to also keep us satiated. And then we want that flavor. We want some healthy fats on there for satiation. And then we also want flavor so that it is satisfying. If we're missing out on one of those components, oftentimes it's not as satisfying. And that's why I want to talk about the bowls being actually satisfying. Because it's one thing to create a bowl of ingredients that we think is healthy. So imagine the example of rice, broccoli, and chicken. Yeah, that bowl is healthy and balanced generally, right? But it doesn't have a lot of flavor and it's not that satisfying. So let's mix it up and let's make it super satisfying. So I want to give you a few examples of some of our go-to bowls and how we put them together in a way that is really simple and really easy. So the first example I've already mentioned before, but let's break it down, is the peanut chicken bowl. So my favorite base for a peanut chicken bowl is coconut rice. Now, if we don't have coconut rice or we have leftover rice, then we'll just use regular white rice. Um, But I love to do, like I said, half coconut water or coconut, sorry, half coconut milk and then half water while I cook it in the rice cooker. It works great. And So coconut rice is our base. We use some sort of a shredded chicken, that Instant Pot shredded chicken I mentioned, or rotisserie chicken. Um, And all of these recipes, by the way, are in my bowls ebook. So if you guys want the actual recipes to any of these, you can go ahead and grab that. It's less than 20 bucks. Well worth it. There are so many recipes, and I refer to it 
all the time. (laughs) So shredded chicken, vegetables on top. I love doing roasted broccoli, so I love doing sesame roasted broccoli. So I use sesame oil to roast the broccoli and add sesame seeds on top, and it just adds a huge punch of flavor. I love adding raw cucumber and cabbage to mix up those textures and temperatures. Um, So some hot, some cold, some raw, some cooked. And then as my flavor boost, of course, it's a peanut chicken bowl, I add my best ever peanut sauce that recipes on my blog and chopped peanuts for some texture to that as well. The next bowl is my Thai green curry salmon bowl. I already mentioned the green curry simmer sauce. It's really easy. It just takes a little bit of time to simmer on the stove. It's basically coconut milk and green curry paste and some coconut aminos ginger garlic. Um, It comes together very quickly. So the base to this is also coconut rice or white rice, depending on what you love and what you have on hand. I do seared salmon and my recipe for my easy pan seared salmon is on the blog. And I do seared salmon on top sauteed spinach as the veggie and the flavor boost is that green curry simmer sauce. And I love putting some cilantro on top of that as well. Super satisfying, really delicious, simple bowl. Let's talk about my Moroccan chickpea bowl because this is one of my personal favorites, um, especially when it comes to plant-based bowls. I love starting with a base of quinoa, um, but if you're not gluten-free, couscous is a delicious base for this as well. I love the texture of couscous. Millet is also very similar to the texture of couscous as well. If you are gluten-free and you do like couscous, protein's a little bit higher in plant-based protein, um, but those are all options for the base. But I typically do quinoa because my kids love quinoa, so that's our go-to. I use chickpeas as the protein. I am fine with just canned rinsed chickpeas or cooked chickpeas, but roasted chickpeas are really delicious in this instance as well, especially if you're also roasting carrots. So I love doing roasted carrots with some cumin and some cinnamon and some sea salt and some garlic powder, and they're just absolutely delicious. My favorite vegetable on top of this. You can also add in some sautéed kale. That's not traditional Moroccan. None of this is traditional, right? Quinoa is not Moroccan, but it has Moroccan-style flavors. I do like adding a green on there as well if I've got it on hand. And for flavor boost, this is where this bowl shines. So you're just talking a base of quinoa, chickpeas, and roasted carrots. Yum, but it's not enough, right? So adding some chopped or slivered almonds cilantro, golden raisins, green olives, and an herb yogurt sauce to the top. Oh my goodness. It takes it to the next level. It is so, so good. And the herb yogurt sauce is very easy to make with yogurt, fresh herbs. I like doing mint and cilantro, some lemon juice, some garlic, some salt. It's very similar to a tzatziki without the cucumber and the dill. (laughs) So that herb yogurt sauce is absolutely delicious and one of my favorite toppings for bowls. And then, because we're talking tzatziki sauce, if you have that yogurt already in your fridge, you can make a very easy tzatziki sauce and make that Greek chicken bowl. I also like to use quinoa as the base for this bowl. I use sliced or rotisserie or shredded chicken as the protein, but you could also use chickpeas to make this a plant-based bowl very easily. I love adding marinated cucumbers. So when I'm making a tzatziki sauce, I also love taking some cucumbers and marinating them in lemon juice or apple cider vinegar and some dill and just a little bit of sea salt and just let it marinate for a few minutes. And it just, it makes the flavor burst. It's so good, especially alongside some fresh tomatoes, a delicious fresh bowl in the late spring or the summertime. I always add Kalamata olives, feta cheese, and 
Let's talk about feta for a second here. You need real sheep's milk feta in the brine. I think Olympia is my favorite brand that I typically get. There really is nothing better. The pre-crumbled does not hold a candle to the brined in a block feta cheese. It is so good. So please use good quality feta. And then I do a tzatziki sauce on top. And the tzatziki sauce is just shredded cucumber and dill, lemon juice, garlic, salt, and yogurt. So good. You guys, four examples, really easy, simple, and satisfying bowls. None of these components take a long time. They're all very simple. And all of the ingredients can be used in multiple different recipes as well. So you can make a big batch of coconut rice very easily, heat it up on the stove for the next night. You can make the shredded chicken and use it in multiple meals, multiple bowls throughout the week. Peanut sauce is delicious on a peanut chicken bowl. You could also do rice paper wraps a different day, and um, we call them rainbow rolls. There's so many different bowls that peanut sauce lends itself to, or you could just drink it because it's that good. (laughs) The Moroccan chickpea bowl, you could use chickpeas in different recipes or quinoa in different recipes or different bowls. Um, So I really tried to give you guys examples where, okay, the, the base was the same for a couple of these, but the bowls were entirely different. So I just shared with you four very different cuisines or very different examples of bowls that you can do with very similar ingredients. So I really always just want to give you guys the confidence to experiment and to try new things, but to know that even simple ingredients come together really beautifully when we just consider what is satisfying. We want to make sure that there's a variety of tastes, a variety of textures, and oftentimes a variety of temperatures. And when we have that variety and balance and we start to experiment with what we love, and what tastes good to us, our meals are so much more satisfying. And I want you to love living a healthy, balanced mama life. So I hope you guys love today's Healthy Mama Hacks episode. I hope you can tell through the microphone or through your earbuds how excited I am talking about bowls. I already mentioned I have a whole bowls ebook with 30 different family-friendly bowl combinations, so I'll put the link to that in the show notes if you want to grab it. It's less than $20, and you can make hundreds of different bowls. There's just 30 examples of those, and there's a ton of recipes for bases, for proteins, for vegetables, for sauces. These are our favorite meal, and I know you guys are going to come to love them as well. So thank you guys so much for listening to another Healthy Mama Hacks episode. I would love for you to continue on in the conversation over in the Healthy Balance Mamas Facebook community. It's just facebook.com slash groups slash Healthy Balance Mamas. I love discussing recent episodes on our Friday coffee chats and being able to connect with all of you over there. And I hope you guys all have a beautiful weekend if you're listening on the weekend. And I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. 
Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.